Hello and welcome to Frank Friar Fridays. This is Father Patrick Bykowskis broadcasting from St. Dominic Priory in St. Louis, Missouri. And I am going to begin the broadcast today with this lovely prayer written by the theologian William Barclay. O oh God, our Father, help us all through this day so to live that we may bring help to others, credit to ourselves and to the name we bear, and joy to those that love us and to you. Cheerful when things go wrong, persevering when things are difficult, serene when things are irritating. Enable us to be helpful to those in difficulties, kind to those in need, sympathetic to those whose hearts are sore and sad. Grant that nothing may make us lose our tempers, nothing may take away our joy, nothing may ruffle our peace, nothing may make us bitter towards anyone. So grant that through all this day, all with whom we work and all those whom we meet may see in us the reflection of the Master whose we are and whom we seek to serve. This we ask for your love's sake. Amen. I really like that prayer. It comes from a little book I have called the Catholic Prayer Book. I've used it on a previous occasion. And I think it's a challenging prayer as well for each of us to make those kinds of commitments on a daily basis be the kind of person that we're called to be, to persevere, to be cheerful, to be serene, to not let our tempers take away from the joy of each day, to ruffle our peace. I'm going to be reflecting on the readings for the 13th Sunday in Ordinary Time, and I'm not going to read the whole reading as I begin today, but I will say this, it's certainly um, a reading of which we are all familiar from the Gospel of Luke, when the uh, way that Jesus admonishes his disciples is to, to come and follow me right now um, to commit to me. But we make excuses. We have other things that we need to do and fail to recognize that the most important thing that we can do is to live like that prayer calls us to live. And it requires us to make some exceptions to the way we are living our life now. You know, I'm going to begin with examples of conversations that I suspect anyone who deals with uh, volunteers, so it's not just going to be pastors or campus ministers, but any of us who try to enlist others to our cause or whatever it might be. You know, but I'll tell you only about my experience. I hope you can relate it to only the experiences that you've had in your own life. 
you know, maybe we might have something going on at church. Maybe we're hosting an event and we invite people to attend. Maybe we post something on social media. And the response that I would get is, oh, Father, I'd like to attend. Or like, I really like this one. I want to attend. So, you know, we might send up invitations to 2,000 people on Facebook, say, and five will commit, commit immediately. And then maybe we'll get 150 maybes. It's clear there's this very palpable inability to make commitments. And sometimes it's, I think, to see if something better might be coming along. But most times we just haven't been able to figure out what is really important in our lives. Be it a person or a relationship or God. Over the years that I've been involved in campus ministry, I've gotten to know Dr. Edward Street, who has gotten to be something of a, a prolific author and certainly out on the speaking circuit. He's been to St. Tom's several times. Uh, he's an instructor at the Augustine Institute in, in Colorado. One of the times he was at St. Tom's, I think actually it might have been his very first time, at St. Thomas Aquinas, the Catholic Center at Purdue, Ted gave a talk on relationships. And he had written a book, this is probably about 15 years ago maybe, it, it was the title is Men, Women, and the Mystery of Love. And I recall that talk being very challenging for our students. I remember many of them buying this book, or maybe we were giving it away free after the talk, but I know that a lot of young people read it. And he began that talk by discussing how difficult it is for us to make commitments, how we will wait until the last possible moment to make a commitment. So he asked us to imagine how we would feel if we asked someone to make a commitment and they were actually able to say right off, yes, I'll do it, even when it's a whole two weeks away. See, we do not easily make commitments, and it's even more difficult to keep them. And this is true of any time, and yet it's particularly true of us. These days it is difficult for a person to keep a promise for 50 hours let alone for 50 years. And so we avoid commitments or we postpone promises. I will be your follower wherever you may go, but I'll have to wait. I have other things to do, jobs to accomplish, plans to realize. Let me bury my father first. Let me return to what I really enjoy. I need to finish this school project, this task at work. And we often presume that being free means kind of being unattached. Some people go so far as to think that they lose their freedom when they make commitments. They think freedom means being able to give in to any desire or impulse. But when that's our definition of freedom, what we're really doing is giving free reign to the flesh. St. Paul's called slavery. 
we only begin to be free when we begin to be able to make a commitment. And our freedom is only realized when we give ourselves away in love. Our responsibility is to commit in love. That is why if we are like the Galatians, which we'll hear uh, in Sunday's readings, we might be frightened by such a thing because cravings of the flesh, the things of the material world, okay, they tempt us. They entice us. They lure us. Those things can pull us from the love commitments. Victor Frankl is an author, author I like very much. He's deceased. I think he died probably 20 years ago. He had an extraordinary life. He wrote a book. The first time I encountered him was in this book called Man's Search for Meaning. Uh, it talks about his surviving concentration camps during the Second World War. He also wrote a book called Yes to Life. I recommend both of them highly. He, he once said this, there is something fearful about human responsibility, but at the same time, something glorious. It is glorious to know that the future of the things and the people around us is dependent, even if only to a tiny extent, upon our decision at any given moment. Perhaps the only things we humans make in this world are our promises, our commitments. Perhaps, too, our promises are only parts of us that we ultimately keep. Without this making and keeping, it could be possible that we die having never fully lived. You know, I was very blessed to have wonderful parents, and I can't imagine my father or my mother ever making a promise to their children or their friends, for that matter, that they didn't keep or committing to us and ever hesitating. It, it is those thoughts that endure for me as their son. And when we can be bold to respond to the vocation of our humanity that call to loving commitment given us by God and nurtured by Christ's Spirit, we become part of the very life of our Creator. And you hear in the scripture, for freedom Christ set us free, so stand firm and do not submit again to the yoke of slavery. You know, Jesus is saying that Christianity and Catholicism is a challenge. That's the challenges that we heard in that prayer today from William Barclay. It is a commitment. It's not just a warm, comfortable blanket. Jesus values God more than slave, safe sleep, more than family funerals, even more than courtesy to family and friends. None of these are evil or bad. In fact, they are good. But they receive their worth, their value from love. Love is the primary reason for our lives and our deeds. It is the primary mission that Jesus invites us to so urgently. Love of God above all. Love of our neighbors as ourselves, no matter what. Can we make that commitment? Well, God bless you all. I'm going to have a couple of very interesting interviews coming up in the next few weeks. I hope you'll be tuning in. I hope you're enjoying your summer and that it's a restful and uh, re uh, re nourishing uh, time for you as well. God bless you.